Hello, and welcome to today's Practical Christian. My name is Nicole Lynn, and I want to talk about in Psalms 5, uh, verse 6, in the, uh, what is version is this? The English Standard Version. I love the New King James Version, but sometimes different versions actually speak different, you know, to where you can understand it. So don't be ashamed to get um, different translations um, of the Bible, but be very careful that it is a notable, legitimate source that, because you don't want to um, study something that's been altered, the entire meeting been altered to for an agenda. So be very careful on different versions, but at the exact same time, explore the major ones, um, major credible translations of the Bible. Um, I believe God is so big that he will, anything that's in the Bible, he wanted it in there. And we have to stop believing that man can alter God. No, God alters man because he's the one that established man on this earth and created us, created the universe. That's why I don't believe in praying to the universe. I'd rather pray to the creator of the universe, which is the Lord God Almighty and his son, Jesus Christ. Um, But I wanted to talk about verse six. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down towards your holy temple in the fear of you. Lead me, O Lord, in the righteousness, because of my enemies make your way straight for me. And I I encourage you to read it in the New King James Version as well. Um... But I want to talk about the lies, the deceitful lies. There is a movement out where people are just, its they feel okay with lying about someone. And these people claiming to be Christian, but as long as they could, you know, put it out there, you know, put a lie out there about a fellow person or a politician, it's okay. I don't understand how you can call yourself Christian. And it clearly states he does not like lying. It's, it's, it's a part of the commandments. Not to, bow, uh, not to um, bear false witness on another person. And yet we've become so comfortable with lying on people. Because we think in that immediate moment. Nothing's happened to us, so we got away with it. You don't get away with it. I'm here to tell you, God's word is the truth. He does not like that. And you will reap what you sow. So it, with that in mind, that alone should let you know. People call it karma nowadays. Or, you know, everybody got their different version of it. But it's the law of sowing and reaping. It's a natural law. You put a seed in the ground and it forms and it grows. And you reap a harvest from that seed that you sown. Whether it be good or whether it be bad, you're going to reap that what you have sown. But so far, we, we've, we've become a society. And I think it's because we took the commandments out of the schools. And there's no more ground 
to stand on. So all these generations that didn't have the commandments in their face telling them exactly the laws uh, that which we should live by a moral law that we've become um, a generations that don't even acknowledge that there is a consequence to violating laws against another human being and um, the law I guess everybody's in rebellion because we call it the law God created what's in the Bible to protect us from ourselves. And when we step out and do stuff against each other, against ourselves, against him, there is consequences. He's just trying to save you from those consequences. If you walk the straight and narrow path, you don't have to worry about those kind of consequences. Yes, Everybody goes through storms in life. Every Everybody goes through tests and trials. But there is different reasons for tests and trials. But you don't want to add on to those trials by your own foolishness. And I just cannot fathom the point that these are grown people who are going around lying about other people. And they, they have no factual basis for it. Yet there's a movement to believe these conspiracy theories. I don't understand the mentality of of you calling yourself a human being and yet you can harm another human being by your words. We all know now that our words are a power. Um, we can call it uh, the secret or, you know, whatever they call it nowadays or whatever, but it's in the Bible. A man think of so he is. That... Uh, life and death are in the power of the tongue. But we've twisted it into a metaphysical um, movement and it's still based off of the scriptures. It's just altered from the scriptures. God knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. But we insist on running around with our little opinions playing like God. But it concerns me to the point of these lies and these manipulations and all this is going and when 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 you look at it and maybe because I'm of an older generation and previous generations looked at us like we, we were a Satan spawn anyway and we do that we do that to each other in different generations but to actually believe it's okay to lie and convince others of your lies and trying to convince yourself of lie of a lie that you told as if it's the truth is very down of extremely dangerous path not only for yourself but all of humanity because if we all do that there is no moral ground to stand on and yes some people will be happy about that but they're happy because they're blinded by that People are reaching for anything to to have a, a motive for life. Your motive is in the Bible. And people quote it, the Bible as basic instructions before leaving earth. Basic instructions. Instruction manual. You don't know how something works unless you read an instruction manual. It tells you the do's and don'ts in order for whatever it is to work properly. And that's your life. 
God given us a beautiful life to live. It's beautiful. Even with the tests and trials, knowing that there is a God that is so big and so beautiful that he loves us. I got into a spat on um, Instagram defending because um, so many entertainers, you know, fall back on God. And they, it's almost like it's a, um, a, a marketing campaign to stay relevant. And I get irritated at that and I start firing back. And I pray to God I never get to that point where I do that. But in one girl said, you know, get the speck out of your eye. How about, and I said, how about you get the speck out of yours? Because, and then another one came at me. Have I ever heard of the story of Esther? And I'm like, yeah. Well, the premise was the wife brought the husband back to God and all this other stuff. So she quoted uh, the story of Esther. And I'm like, that has nothing to do with the story of Esther. So see how we kind of twist everything the way we wanted to justify anything. And I fired back. I got, you know, fired back. You know, you get attacked online, you fire back or whatever. And so I was driving down the street um, with my job. And all of a sudden, you know, God started speaking to my spirit. And tears began to flow. He said, basically, Nicole, I'm that big. I can take it. And I, the magnitude of God and little me trying to defend God. And he said, I don't need to be defended like that. My word is my word. Um, and I defended him. And anything, anytime you love somebody, you defend them. But God is so big. And he was letting me know, I you don't have to do that. I got this. And and later on in the day, uh, he spoke to my spirit, Nicole, I love you too. And it made me cry. It made me cry so hard because I felt it. He knew. He knows I love him. He knows we love him. God knows we love him. And he loves us so much. But he is also God. He is the creator of everything. And he doesn't need little old me to defend him with with anger and and resentment towards other people. He loves them too. As misguided as they are, he loves them too. But to No, he's our protector. He's our protector, the God of this universe, the God of who created everything and beyond what we even know, gave his son for us. He loves us. He's that big that he doesn't need little old me to to start a, a, a war defending his name. He will instruct us when it's time for war but I don't need to create it myself. I will stand for God and I will not back down. And I hope you do the same because we all need to love him that much to not back down, but not to go on an on attack until he deems it's time to. We're taking on our own personal wars with people. 
I need to pray more because in this time, it's hard to with all that's going on. So I encourage you to turn off the TV. We already know the elections come in. We already know all that stuff. You decide what you're going to do and press into God right now. Press into him. And Lord, I like to thank you for that revelation of knowing you. I'd like to thank you for the revelation of being a child of you. I thank you for loving me enough to to call me to you. When I think of the magnitude of who you are, Lord, I just want to thank you for loving little old me at this point in this time. And Lord, I thank you for everything. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen.